Welcome back to the process. Whether you've been listening since the beginning or it's your first time here, you are in for a treat. My guest is Cami Enaharo, a singer-songwriter based here in Rochester, New York. And I've actually had some of her songs on repeat for years. I'm sitting in my home studio enjoying the early afternoon light, and I'm really wondering where all of you are as you're listening. Actually, take a second right now to notice the sensation of your body in space. Where are you contacting Earth? How do your feet feel? Okay, now that we've grounded a little bit, let's get right into it, shall we? I'm here with Rochester-based singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Cami Anaharo. Before we get into like the real deep stuff, uh, like what does the creative process mean, I would love to just hear one thing that's happened in the last week that you really felt like joyful about. Oh, well, today I put out a video through Raincoated Records. Yes, I um, saw Nate, that. Yeah, Nate from Raincoated Records came to my house over the summer and made a video of me and my good friend Jared Tinkham playing the guitar with me and Nate was amazing he just he did such a great job he made both of us feel really comfortable and it's just nice it's nice to have it out like he did such a good job and so I'm pretty happy that's amazing yeah I saw that video it came out seven hours ago yeah and (laughs) it's on YouTube and I believe it's just called Raincoat Review Kamianaharo on Raincoat Review yeah yeah Yeah. thank you so if you want to see it cool Dude, oh, I, so I did my research over here. <laughs> <laughs> Even today, I was like, what came "Oh, cool!" Out? Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you, it's really, it is really beautiful. Like the, I feel like he captured a softness that was just like, yeah, you could feel it. Yeah, it was great. Just yeah. immediately, like, oh, you guys are hanging out on the porch. Let's get that. Oh, you I made, loved that. You made pizza. Let's get that. And I was yeah. like, oh, this pizza is for you. You like. <laughs> It was really nice. I know the pizza was so sweet. And yeah, and just like the birds chirping in the porch. Yeah. Yeah. Did Nate edit the video too? Or was he the videographer? Nate, I'm pretty sure Nate did everything. Wow. um, Even the sound and everything or? His friend Rick did the sound. Okay, cool. Or was at least controlling it. But I think he edited everything. Wow. I loved the editing too. Okay. So now, (laughs) big question. But it doesn't have to be big. It could be really small. Sure. could be a really simple answer. But what does the creative process mean in your life? I think the creative process is probably one of the most important things in my life. Mm. I think all of it, it, every part of my life is probably the creative process, honestly. My job and everything that happens at my day job, how that makes me feel, Mm. interactions with other people. My relationships are really, really important to me. Like every single person that I play music with, we're like very close or have known each other for a long time. And yeah, usually the process usually starts with an idea, like a melody or something. And then it's a lot of like pacing around the house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for, for a long time yes. and then something happens or it doesn't um <laughs> yeah. i i mean i i do have a day job that I'm doesn't so have to that. do with music at all so i think 
I feel like I have a lot of freedom with music and not as much pressure because I'm not making money that way, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely ask for money for gigs and I want to be able to pay my bandmates and things like that. But overall, the process for me is like very, when you feel like it, that's when you do it. There's really not a lot of pressure. There's... um. I mean, there are deadlines sometimes for things. Like, I really hope that um, when I'm working with somebody else, there's a collaboration. We have a date in mind for, like, uh, practice or putting something out. But for Mm -hmm. the most part, it's pretty – we just – kind of wing it i kind of <laughs> wing that. it yeah it's it's nice yeah not having like too much pressure on it but was that a conscious decision that you made about having the job and then having the music be separate i i think i made the decision a long time ago i've been playing music for a long time like i started writing music when i was in high school oh can i just tell you yeah. a little bit of tell background me for me okay <laughs> Tell me your background. Yeah, I love cool. to hear it. Cool. I got a ukulele as a Christmas gift from my mom. I saw that. When I was in high school. Was that a baritone ukulele or was it just a regular one? It was one just for a regular, okay. like, the smallest soprano one. Nice. Like, there are these people on YouTube that I was obsessed with who were, like, playing the ukulele and writing songs. And they were really funny. And I just, like, felt like I could relate to them. At the time, it was Daniel Ate the Sandwich stage name <laughs> and um <laughs> julia noons who's like from fairport oh yeah that's awesome um yeah so i was watching those videos all the time and i just was really into it and so my mom got me the ukulele and then immediately oh i was also i was having a really hard time i was really depressed and like didn't have a lot of friends and was just like going through it and the mm. ukulele was definitely a way of it helped me make a lot of friends when I was in high school oh it, it actually did um, that makes so much sense it was the like greatest thing that happened to me wow really like was getting that and writing songs and meeting people and then from there like trying out sharing songs in a different way besides like in the hallway at <laughs> high school you know like yeah. at my high school like so I went to the boulder open mic every wednesday oh my gosh that's so classic yeah it was and it was the bomb that was the (laughs) first place that i like made friends with people who were like much older than me but Mm. like respected me and like there was just a mutual understanding like music is what is really good for us and we are just gonna hang out and spend time with each other because we all have this thing in common and our age doesn't matter so that was like really foreign to me too like I never experienced that right because in high school it's very like yeah with your class and you're with your age group yeah yeah Mm, it's like this is it this is our little circle yeah so that was the first time where I was like oh music can really it really can bring people together and then there was SoundCloud oh yeah yeah, yeah. I was putting a bunch of songs up on SoundCloud and um one day someone from SoundCloud I got like a little voice memo in a message that was like, you have gotten the SoundClouder of the day. Oh my gosh. Which is something that SoundCloud used to do. Wow. And then all of a sudden, all these followers started coming in. Whoa. Like just, it was like a lot, a lot of people were coming in. Sure. um, Through that. And that was like really 
foreign. And then I started talking to people all over the place through the internet, just like sharing music, collaborating back and forth. And I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is so (laughs) amazing. And then it went to like playing shows at the bug jar and parties. And it's just been a a wrap ever since. Like it's the most, my most favorite thing. writing and sharing and collaborating and like I've met so many people through music that I would not have met like my entire life I feel like is what it is because of music Hmm. wow so that's incredible yeah so that's my background I guess yeah (laughs) that's so I mean it's really helpful to know too what do you think makes music special as like a spark as a spark yeah for this social connection relationships I think with with music and a lot of different types of art, there doesn't really need to be an explanation. It's just a feeling. Mm. There's just either either you instantly connect with it and want more or want to be around it or hear it again, or you don't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Like right. it's really yes. it's really just as simple as that. And I think that's what's so special about it mm. is it's it's just a feeling that's such a good answer like that makes so much sense to me it's so much more visceral yeah than like even just having a conversation mm-hmm. yeah yeah no sometimes i don't write music all the time uh, sometimes i go like months without writing anything at all same but yeah sometimes it's it's easier it helps me process like my life or something that I don't know, some random conversation that I had that I didn't like or <laughs> something, yeah. you know, and sometimes I think music can or writing songs can help me. It's easier to write songs sometimes than to have a conversation. Sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so because I'm I'm a nerd and I <laughs> like looked at all your old <laughs> interviews and stuff. There is a point when you said um it's hard to not overthink it and just be genuine to what you want to make all the time. Yeah. I have that same issue. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious, like, if you could talk more about that a little bit. Yeah, I think sometimes other people's opinions can really get in the way when you... And I can't control that, you know? Sometimes, whether it's social media or a show that you feel like didn't go well, it's hard to think about that and figure out what the like why did that happen what did I do something wrong did I write something in a way that like people aren't relating to anymore or like but at the end of the day I'm really trying to like filter those thoughts out it's Mm -hmm. it's hard it's not it doesn't happen all the time it's not successful (laughs) all the time but I really at the end of the day I really am trying to make it for myself mostly Mm. i really am trying to make it from my perspective right the music is all from my perspective which is interesting because that's what makes it so relatable to everyone else not everyone else maybe not every single other person but like that's what makes it so relatable is how specific it is to you Mm -hmm. because you're being so honest and open yeah yeah but right sometimes people don't relate to that and they're not gonna want to listen to it or sometimes there's even just like a thingy with the ukulele in general where people are like we don't like the the (laughs) sound of it or whatever you know like sometimes people just see it and they're like i'm probably not gonna like that (laughs) i've 
never heard of that, but I guess you really have more experience. I've, yeah. I've I've had conversations with other people who play the ukulele who are just really? like Yeah, and that's one reason why too sometimes I'm like I don't always just want to play the baritone ukulele. Like mm. sometimes I I want to play other things or I want somebody else to play and like we write music that way. Right. You know, I don't want to just have the ukulele be the main instrument yeah. you know tell everybody what instruments you do play like besides the baritone ukulele i play a little bit of piano nice. not well but like i feel piano a lot oh, i really I, enjoy yeah. it yeah it's so easy to just like get it yeah the yeah the omnichord's fun okay can you explain what that is <laughs> i just don't even know I, what that is but i saw it that it was on your album and i didn't know what it was um, okay, so the Omnichord, it's an electronic instrument from the 80s. Okay. So it, the keys on the Omnichord are all labeled, which is really nice. Interesting. So you're using one hand to, like, press the keys, mm-hmm. and then there's this touchpad, and the touchpad is where it is at what? for me. I love the touchpad because, I, I don't know, I can you can strum it. What? Or you can like strum the touchpad, That's or so you can pling cool. pling pling. I don't know how to describe it with words. I'm sorry, this is a podcast. I know. I wish we could have a video. <laughs> it's really hard to describe. But keep describing it. Maybe we'll come up with a way. Um, basically, That's so cool. you can strum the omnichord on this little touchpad, or you can arpeggiate that's what i'm looking for okay you can arpeggiate and it's just so fun to play and i've honestly like written a lot of songs on the omnicord for some reason it doesn't even have all of the notes either but it's just fun it's a nice accent to like add to things but i've actually like started writing and written full songs on the omnicord so that is really cool i feel like that (laughs) must change like how you write the song if you're writing it on the omnicord versus the ukulele it must be very different it is very yeah those songs are i think drastically different from the baritone (laughs) there's a ep that i put out last year called hard to look at that oh, i yeah. did with my good friend yeah. noah almakinder he was the one who did all the production and love working with with him but so he did no good day is Ooh, what the song's okay. called yep. um and it yeah. is like very it is very omnicord <laughs> i love it okay great great <laughs> here's no good day from cammy's ep hard to look at featuring this strange little instrument the omnicord Back to our conversation. You said you have like a day job and Mm. different artists have different methods of like making their art sustainable. Mm -hmm. And for me, the day job thing has actually been working really well. Mm. But I started out without the regular quote unquote regular job. Mm -hmm. So I've done it both ways. And I find that having the quote unquote regular job is really helpful for me to feel less pressured. How have you made that work for yourself? Like Mm -hmm. how has that supported your music? Well, over the years, I've been doing, you know, restaurant industry stuff and you just like retail, things like that. So over the years, I've been going to jobs where like I wasn't really thinking about the job as much. Mm. I was at the counter half of the time when it was 
wasn't busy like writing things in my head (laughs) so I had a lot of jobs where like I it didn't have anything to do with music but I could use random everyday experiences and think like oh I want to talk about that and then remember and then use it later so it's almost like this helpful piece to like the songwriting too I love having it I love having a completely separate thing and I didn't always want that. I didn't always Mm. want to do the day job. For the most part, I have. But there was a time where I was like, I really want to try and see if I can pursue this in a different way. Right. Because sometimes people do that and it works. Yeah. yeah, So before the pandemic, there were some good friends, Matt and Kamara, who they're from Rochester and they live in L.A. now. Mm -hmm. And I went out there and spent some time with them and... We are in this group called Gold Koa. Oh, yeah. And Gold Koa, like, played some shows in L.A., and it was just feeling good. And <laughs> living with them, being together, like, working on things with them, um, we, like, the three of us decided, like, let's do it. So yeah. I started a job there and then came home to kind of, like, wrap things up, and then it was a pandemic. Uh, so then it was a, a long time. Yeah, it was just a long time of being like, oh, yeah. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Do we still want to? Right. Do we? Are we gonna try later? I don't know. It was just, it was a long time of trying to figure out what mm. that was gonna look like, and I think it was really sad. Yeah. For us, because it was feeling really good and different and scary, and I thought it was something that was gonna work out. Yeah. So, but I'm also really happy with the situation that I'm in now. I am a nanny now. Oh my gosh. And that's I amazing. Really, really enjoy it. I've always wanted to work with kids and I've always enjoyed being around kids. And now I have an opportunity. That's to, so cool. It's great. I love it. I, I work love with kids so much. <laughs> with one toddler. Oh. I'm with one toddler. <laughs> so great. That I love a lot and I feel like I'm helping raise them that's amazing yeah so i'm i'm really excited about that and i like having a job that's very meaningful to me and isn't just this like retail or like restaurant industry kind of feeling where i don't i don't want to play any of those jobs because it it wasn't like that and i was really close to the people that i was working with in those jobs too but this is just a different type of um fulfillment for sure yeah and there's so much to learn too just about child development and overall it's like really changing a lot of my personal life too because I've never Mm -hmm. been responsible for anyone else besides myself so it's pretty great oh I love that so much (laughs) and also it's cool because also at the beginning of our conversation you said that part of the creative process of life for you is your relationships and Mm -hmm. like I'm sure as you're saying like you're learning so much from this creativity and this relationship with the toddler that's so cool yeah it is I wrote a lullaby the (gasps) other day but and I was like maybe for for your nanny person (laughs) I don't know yes I did like I I was like is this whack (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it is. Also, like, I, I'm not trying. I'm not gonna write kids music. Right? Oh my gosh, Cammy! Am I, I gonna? No. I, I. I mean, you could just have a lullaby. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 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 I right. wrote a lullaby for my cat <laughs> <laughs> with with my partner Chris. Yes. So, like, if I can do that, I think you can <laughs> write a lullaby for a 
person. Yeah. No, that's super sweet though. Cause I feel like your music, it honestly fits right in. Cause your music is so like close up, you know, like all of your songs are so close up. It's like, you're like whispering into our ear almost. Oh. And I feel like that's pretty much the same thing as a lullaby. Like you're, oh. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but thank you for sure. <laughs> Dude, I listened like, uh, when you're, when you're, um, Kami Anaharu and dessert came out, I just listened to that <gasps> shit like over and over again. No. We didn't even know each other at all. Like, yeah, I was just like, this person is amazing. All oh these songs gosh. in six, eight, like, let's go. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Oh, dude, I, like, was obsessed, yeah. I would Six, listen to it all eight? the time. How do you know that? Oh, I don't know. Just because, like, you know, you feel that... Dot, bop, boop, bop. I don't know. I can't... Really? Yeah. I don't know time signature. Oh, my I gosh, don't really? have Interesting. Yeah, I don't have the theory background, really. Wait, this is so... Fa- so you were just, like, doing that without being like, this is in 6 eight. Yes, That's I so don't cool. know. Well, I have Jared Tinkham who like plays guitar with me mm-hmm. and is one of my really good friends. He will like tell me like this is the time or mm. like Gary Lamar who I also play with. Wow, can I tell you the people that I play with too? Tell me the people you play with. Sorry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, for sure. So, um <laughs> there's Gary Lamar who is excellent. He is a drummer and so talented and like mm. such a good friend and I love him. And he then there's played, he played in your show the Bat Sisters, right? Was that yes, Lamar? Yes. Okay. He's yeah, oh, he's really you, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I went to that. That was very fun. That was very wow, fun. cool. Okay, so Gary Lamar. Yep, Gary Lamar, Ryder Eaton bass. He is living in New York City right now. So we don't always get to play together, but he's amazing and yeah, and then Jared Tinkham, guitar. And they are, wow, they're absolutely <laughs> amazing. Sometimes I'll, Moses Rockwell will do things together. And then Katie Morey, Ben Morey. There's just, there's a lot of different people that I'll collaborate with. But with my music personally, a lot of the time, it's Gary Lamar, Jared Tinkham, and Ryder Eaton. Yeah. And I love them. I was thinking because Gary and Moses and I are working on something right now, too. Ooh. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and the um, we got together the other day and we're practicing. And it's like we need so much time before we even get into music stuff to just talk about our life. Oh, because Aww. we're such good friends. And we yeah. ha- I feel like we all need to connect and like be on that level in order to trust each other enough to make this stuff yeah that's what i think i think they're just the type of people who need to do that like we have to have a an understanding of like where we're all coming from Mm. and what we're all dealing with to an to an extent i guess but yeah because it's so personal like you are doing like one of the most personal things it's like playing music with someone else yeah it's a lot of trust too to Mm. be like here are my thoughts on this random thing i don't really know exactly where i'm going with it do you want to hear it (laughs) do you want to see if you want to add anything to it it's like it's so intimate and it is really because you can also totally be rejected i know like maybe someone's not gonna like it maybe they don't have anything to add and that happens too, mm-hmm. and it like hurts for a mm-hmm. moment, and then you move on. <laughs> right, and you just keep coming up with different ideas. And, yeah, or you make that thing your own, and you don't. Yeah. yeah, 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 and it's like, it's the same thing too with like with working with Noah. Like mm. Noah and I have started, 
We're like dipping into writing st- music together. That's now. so cool. Wait, let's just introduce Noah, just like for people who, for the few people who don't know who he is. Yes. So Noah is the producer that worked with you on uh, Hard to Look At. Hard yeah. to Look At. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, Noah Almakinder is an incredible person. He is like, has become like a really, really close friend. Um, I love working with him. Um, I go over to his house. He has a studio at his house. Oh, cool. And yeah, it always starts off with me writing something, um, at least for hard to look at, it was me writing something alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would bring it to him, maybe in a demo form, and would say, this is my idea for the song, or this is where it's at now. I have no idea what I want yet. And we'll just figure it out together. And that whole process with Noah is so new to me. I don't have a production brain <laughs> at all. I <laughs> right. just you're I the, don't. You're the writer. You're the writer. Yeah. But he hmm. he just I don't he just gets me. Or yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes I don't know what I want or what I'm looking for, and he's able to help me figure it out. Hmm. He. Um, which I really appreciate or will he'll just give me a lot of options like we could try this or this this is my idea I feel really connected with this and mm. I will you know like it or if not too it's really nice because we just move on yeah you know it's like okay it's this isn't personal right it's not personal. Um, yeah. we're just trying to do the m- best thing for the song right and it's pretty cool serving the music yeah yes <laughs> So when you bring your song to him, what's the kind of like first thing that will that you'll work on? Is it like the form or, or is it the arrangement or is it just, yeah, what's the, yeah, it, it's, or it just depends? I think it's, I guess it would be the form. Just the basic, like, what's the tempo? Is Ooh. it, are we literally starting with the verse, chorus? Like, what is the structure of the right. song overall? Yes, yes. So he's a very like color coordinated person too. So he's like, this is what the chorus looks like. This is what the it- by like colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's really it is really interesting. Um, so hmm. he has all that stuff in his brain already, and it helps him like organize it and understand it faster. I think. Wow, maybe? that's so cool, and that must make so much sense to you too, because you're also a visual artist. So like. <laughs> That ma- that makes so much sense why you would work well together. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. So that's that's Noah. There are, there are so many different collaborations that like are important to me, and I'm so happy to have these people in my life. Yeah, I love all the shout outs. It's like it's <laughs> no, honestly, like it's good to acknowledge that we're not doing it alone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's really good, and that we can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Like we cannot do it. We could, but it would suck. You have almost 2,000 Spotify listeners, which is very exciting. And oh I my know- gosh, that's so many. Okay, so, so just so you all know, Cammy is sitting here like <laughs> holding her head in her hands, like just shocked. <laughs> but so I guess I just like want to pick your brain about like what this path has been like in terms of the quote-unquote getting known thing like like how important is that is it something that has been a goal or not like yeah yeah. I think I think it has been important to me over the years locally 
Mm. Locally, it has. Um, besides that, like I've never toured. I want to very much, but it hasn't been a priority. Like I have always put my day job first. Mm. Even the like the restaurant, every, all those jobs. Like I haven't really traveled. I haven't. L.A. was the big like. This is the the change mm. for me. But um, yeah. So I've just been playing around for a long time and honestly have just I've I've done so many things over the years that like maybe I wouldn't sign up for now mm. <laughs> I just all I all I'm trying to say is I've experimented a lot over the years yes, played yes. with a lot of different people played at a lot of different venues and like honestly have just appreciated so many different interactions and like so many people and shows and like being able to connect for so long that I think from doing so much locally I have I know people yeah you've really focused on like this core strong local community and and that it seems like that's just like grown organically. Is that yeah, kind of I think what so. You're saying? And I think that has been important to me and it's been really nice. Like I I like getting to know a lot of people. Yeah. Um I like that I've tried out playing people's graduations and weddings and the bug jar and and casually opening for the rochester philharmonic yes <laughs> yes and like any of Just that casual. like all of all of that stuff so yeah that that's been important to me i never really thought of like being a full-time or like successful well-known musician as like a realistic thing for me to be honest really? i don't think that's i have fascinating i don't me. think i have the personality for it Wait. the, the okay, people explain, that i explain um <laughs> that's such a good question i'm so curious about this because i've thought about this for myself so um, it's yeah i don't think i would want the pressure of constantly making stuff mm. just like trying to put things out to stay relevant it's too much pressure that's not the point of of making music is mm. writing songs like collaborating with people is not to just like put something on the internet like and i feel like there is so much pressure to constantly have to just have content and like these things that are just popping up in my feed sometimes i'm just like this makes me feel like garbage trash mm. like actual trash i don't ever want to do that <laughs> I, I like doing things that I'm feeling really proud of and like had a good overall connection with the other people I was involved in or whatever. So I don't think I could be successful. I like genuinely don't think I could do it because mm -hmm. I really want to feel everything that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I also like, like I said, there's not a lot of pressure. So I kind of do it when I feel like it. Right. So if I was just constantly trying to do stuff all the time, um, I don't think it would be very good. That's so, it's so like refreshing to hear you say that. Because <laughs> honestly, because it's like, first you're saying that you're doing it for yourself. 
which is, and you actually, and now you're saying like, yeah, like I just, I am really just doing this for myself and it is adding to the world, but not in like a way that feels wrong to me. Yeah. Like I do. I want, I want, I hope people can like it. Right. Like it's definitely adding a lot of value to the world. It's not like it's just you in your living room, like putting stuff out. Like we're all feeling things from your music. So it's, we're all meaning like the people, anyone who listens to your music. (laughs) feels things from it so that's really valuable i love that you're saying that like being known isn't really the object being known by like as many people as possible isn't the object yeah i mean when i think of the people that i love i'm Mm -hmm. like they're not doing this for anyone except themselves that's how it feels right to me and some people might view the people that I love as not really successful. In, okay. In quotes. Let's talk about, right. I want to talk about successful in quotes. Like, because successful in quotes is something to like maybe capitalism, like white supremacist, cis-focused society. But like, mm-hmm. what is success to you? I think just in general, I don't know about success, but in order for me to be happy, I need to have the energy and the time and space to want to continue to make music Mm. to want to continue to collaborate with people and like never feel that jaded feeling that so many people do with music you know like yeah even like I tried out like a little voiceover um audition thing once for a commercial and I got really caught up in it for a second and and thought that maybe it was good and I was going to get this commercial mm-hmm. and um and the feedback I got was like bad. Mm. It was pretty bad. They didn't like it and I took it really personally mm. and was yeah. like but why? Why wouldn't they want to buy these crackers because <laughs> Like, yeah, I totally get it. Taking shit personally is so fucking easy. It like. is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I um, I don't know. That was such a weird example, but I know no, my, I know myself, yeah, and I yeah. know that I can get really attached to like, I just really want people to like it, or I just really. I just don't think I would do well trying to keep up with what other people think is successful. Uh, but I wouldn't do well yeah. with that. Yeah. I would go under real fast. Because I already really care about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot sometimes for me to like put something out like with really my personal business, you know, and not knowing how it's going to be received or if people yeah. are going to care. Which, I don't know. I think I'm also still trying to figure out what success looks like to me too also i think like those things are cool too at the same time like i was doing some just like cover music for to oh cool yeah try and um pitch for commercials for sony for a little bit interesting yeah and yeah you really have like done a lot of different it was very fun right and honestly, if I had another opportunity to do it again, I would do it. But it feels very separate from what, like, writing music is. Right, It's right. completely separate. Yeah. It's like, this is fun. What is so important about 
storytelling and writing music? Like what about that is so important in the world? It's a great way to just stop for a minute mm-hmm. and reflect and connect with someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm working on music, I just feel more relaxed, I guess. Just really, really excited about something. I don't even know where it's going yet, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and Or when I hear something from someone else that I just like really like and really connect with like what I want to do when I hear those things like when I just feel like I want to paint or I'm like I just need to get out of the house I need to go for a walk and listen to the song right now or like get on my bike and you know yeah yeah just it's important yeah like I at this point like I don't know what I would do without it Mm. if one day like I couldn't write again or something I would, I have no idea what I would do. Yeah. It seems like it's just like a way of understanding the world. Yeah. Every, every now and then it doesn't happen all the time, but it's happened like twice where I was listening to something that I was working on, Mm -hmm. like, or I came back to it later or a, a song was finished and I realized that I, it helped me come to a conclusion about something in my personal life. Like, just like, oh, I didn't even realize, like, how I'm behaving in this relationship. Like, this is not working for me. And something yes. like that will happen, and it feels really special <gasps> and, like, yeah. and pretty magical. It's only happened a few times, but when it does, it's, like, pretty powerful. That's so cool. Like, yeah, like, Wait, I help yeah. myself get through something (laughs) right and then probably in the process you're helping other people get through something too because if you share Mm -hmm. that song it's probably going to help other people process stuff also yeah have you ever written a song that you thought was about one thing and then you listen to it later and you're like oh I really know what that was about now like it was not about what I thought it was about yeah (laughs) that's happened to me it's so weird yeah or someone else is like I think the song is about this oh yeah actually and you're like, and, oh. Yeah, and you're like, oh, maybe. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> probably. You're probably. You're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> okay, so one thing I'm very curious about is like when you kind of have like a moment of inspiration, mm-hmm. quote unquote, maybe you wouldn't call it that though. Um, what does it feel like? Like how do you know it's happening and what does that drive feel like? Hmm. Sometimes it's a there's this feeling in my in my stomach where it's almost a little bit of anxiety mm-hmm. but it's 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 exciting it's like oh okay what is this idea okay okay and then i just have to chase it and like yeah. and figure it out and it's really exciting it's just it's really exciting usually it starts with a melody i'm much more a melody hmm. person than a lyric person i think so will you like sing the melody first and then you'll yeah i think i think i have three songs ever that i just had the lyrics for first Hmm. all the rest of them were melody first but the thing with doing that is sometimes it can kind of put you in a box because since the melody is so strong you're like i have to stick to this melody yeah every now and then like you get some lyrics that you could do without mm-hmm. you know because but you're like oh the melody is so important <laughs> that i have to <laughs> right i can't 
wander out of it and noah actually is one person who's like really helped me with Mm -hmm. that where he's like well what if you tried to sing it like this and then i really have to push myself out it (laughs) takes a long time but eventually i'm like i could try singing it that way i'm gonna try (laughs) it and then all of a sudden it's okay it's fine right but i usually go with the the first gut melody thought and really stick to that Mm. That's okay. That's super helpful. So like take us into like your brain for a second. Yeah. How do you stay sane and balanced? Like how? How? Mm. Okay. Well, I know that my environment has a huge factor in like how I feel in general. So like if you walked into our apartment right now, you would walk into a couch, a chair, some amps, and there's just dried flowers everywhere there's dried flowers like hanging from copper wire on our ceiling and then like on the wall and you know we just have a a setup for um music and art and all the paint is out and ready to go and so i live with my boyfriend beefus and he makes music and art too We've just like set up our apartment so like when we're ready to do something, it's just there and That's very genius. It's just genius. like why not make your apartment like f- do things in it that feel inspiring or like yes. really good to you. Like it's nice for me like to get out of work and go home and be like yo, I worked so hard on those flowers and I love the way that they look. And Mm -hmm. I'm just so happy to be home right now. So in general, just like my personal space is like pretty important. So I know that first off, if the room that I'm in or if I'm like at a park that I like a lot and I'm like, all right, this is a good place to start for where if I want to write something. Yeah. You know, like it seems so simple, but it actually is like so revolutionary. Just setting up your house so that it's ready. Yeah. For you to do your work. Mm-hmm. that's just like like people have offices where they do that their computer is there mm-hmm. and their notebook is there and like why not have all your paints just like out mm-hmm. that's so that's awesome yeah it makes it nice and easy and and it's in our living space too so right it's like i don't even on a day off like i don't even have to get dressed and like go to a studio to work i can just go downstairs and like yeah I think the only thing that I do like every day routinely mm-hmm. is um, have a cup of coffee. Hell yeah! And eat food. Yes. <laughs> right. I but oh, the usually coffee is the best. Yeah. Oh man, we drink way too much coffee. Really? Yeah, we drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Like, I think that's cool that you only have one, this one thing that you do routinely every day, and you're you you have your space set up so that you feel like safe and inspired in it Mm -hmm. that's so important yeah okay so the final thing i'm really curious about is if you could go back to talk to yourself 10 years ago what (laughs) advice would you give yourself and you can either answer that question or you could just like what's a piece of advice that you would give to someone starting out i would say try to um appreciate the things that you're creating and like don't judge them too harshly just like do it just keep making it and 
eventually like one day it's just gonna it's gonna come together and it's Mm -hmm. gonna feel like wow all those random things that like I just didn't know what I was doing and it just kind of felt like it was just falling out now it's like I understand what that was for yeah so I think not to sound like cliche or anything but not to to give up Um, no that doesn't sound cliche at all yeah and also to pay attention to your gut a lot of the time that's one thing that I didn't always do whether it was a show or some type of interaction where I was like hmm I have this really strong feeling in one direction but I had pressure from someone else who was like this direction and I was like okay mm, I don't know and then I did it and I ended up really regretting it I should have really listened to like what I was feeling at the time because I know myself the best Mm -hmm. so try to pay attention to you know what you is really good for you and what you need and also cherish the the relationships you have that are very good. Mm. That's such good advice. <laughs> All of that is so good. The don't give up one, like, it sounds very simple, but it is so much easier to give up. I just think that's great advice. I think yeah. it's really good advice. Yeah, I think just because, like, maybe it doesn't make sense, like, what you're making in the moment, like just keep doing it like if you feel good about it just keep doing it keep making it keep working on it and then you know one day it's gonna make sense or it's not and you just learned something right (laughs) you just got to be a better person or a better artist or like Mm -hmm. understand something in a new new way i'm really grateful that we got to have this time together i feel great thank Uh, you for having me this has been so awesome of course oh my gosh and so What's the best way to follow you? Um, follow. Or listen to your music, most importantly. Yeah, well, there's Bandcamp or Spotify. Um, there's things up on YouTube, and you can all, you can just search my name, which is Cammy C-A-M-M-Y, Inaharo, E-N-A-H-A-R-O. Thank you so much for listening. Your support makes these conversations possible. Like, seriously. To learn more about Cami or support her musical work, check out the link in the show notes. If you want to hear more episodes like this, don't forget to leave a review, share this episode, and join me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Sienna Process. That's Sienna with one N. I just posted the full unedited video for my conversation with chef and musician Nika Henriksson, including over 30 minutes of never-before-heard discussion on creativity and living a balanced life. I could not do this without the support of my patrons, so I just want to shout out to Beth, Mona, Andy, Paul, Alex, Merrick, Niklas, Steve, Matt, Seth, Andreas, Casey, Juliana, YC, Rachel, Robin, Chris, Irene, Brenda, and Margot. Thank you all so, so much. The process is created and produced by Sienna Facciolo in partnership with Rochester Groovecast and Balbert Marketing. The process is edited by Jessica Liu and Sienna Facciolo. Our theme music is written and performed by Sienna Facciolo, Jordan Rabinowitz, Chris Palace, featuring Sally Louise on guitar. Mixed by Chris Palace, mastered by Jack Galindo. 
Don't forget to share the process with someone you love if it really resonated with you and keep doing your thing out there. Thank you again. Sending hugs.